0: Hello Broncos country, I am Lori Lattimore Volkman and I am here with Ian St. Clair and Christopher Hart and we are the Mile High Podcast Post Game Report. Not a very happy one today, but Ian is going to tell us why we should not worry about this loss.
1: I don't think it will matter. I, I think the Broncos have three games left on their schedule that they can and should win. I think the teams that are with them or above them now in the playoff picture The Cincinnati Bengals, Houston Texans, Buffalo Bills are all going to either lose games or continue to lose games in the future. So I think it's still set up, or even though the Broncos got curb stomped by the Lions in Detroit, they will still make the playoffs. So in the long scheme of things, this game on Saturday night won't matter.
0: So what you're telling me is I don't need to be as mad as I am that we lost tonight. Right.
1: Despite despite everything that I want of you cussing on this podcast and (laughs) and being typical Lori after a loss, Lori, you don't (laughs) need to be that.
0: (laughs) Fuck me. Yes, I do. All right. That was that was for you, Ian. All right, Christopher, tell us what what really lost the game for the Broncos today and how can we bounce back from that?
2: They just lost in the trenches on both sides of the ball. Uh, Detroit had a great game plan offensively and defensively. The Broncos just weren't able to get it done. They couldn't run the ball. Detroit ran the ball at will. Detroit was able to make explosive plays down the field. They were able to exploit Denver's biggest weakness on defense, which is covering tight ends. Sam Laporta had a huge game for (sighs) them. Denver has been relying on the recipe of not turning the ball over and forcing turnovers to win. That didn't happen tonight, but they've got three games to go to make the playoffs uh, uh, easier games. And I'm just trying to be optimistic about that, even though that they lost pretty horrendously tonight. But it was just a bad matchup for them. But uh, the next three that they have are a
1: lot easier. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, I'll just say uh, real quickly, I, I think what set the stage for how this game played out was the Russell Wilson fumble on that first drive. Because the offense was moving the ball, they were in a position to come away with points, hopefully a touchdown, but at least a field goal, and that fumble just set it up for the rest of the game. And the Broncos, were, they were going to need to play a perfect game to begin with, on the, on the road, in a tough place, against a really good team that had just been embarrassed by the Chicago Bears a week before, so that just set the stage for the way the game unfolded. If Russell Wilson doesn't fumble on that play and they get a touchdown, Detroit's back on its heels. It's thinking, oh, here we go again. And I'd like to see how the game plays out if that fumble doesn't happen, but that's not how the cookie crumbled. So now, as Sean Payton said after the game, they're on to New England.
0: (laughs) And that should be a much better matchup. Hopefully, uh, Broncos can bounce back from this game sort of the way that Lions bounce back from the Bears game. Sean Payton's the guy to do this. So so what does he do this week, you know, to keep this team focused and and moving forward and not looking back?
1: I I think he has to come into this week as the hard-nosed coach, where he has to come in and say, that's not acceptable. And I take responsibility for that because I wasn't on top of my game. So it starts with me. But that's not acceptable. How we performed as a team is not something that's going to be tolerated. So it sets the tone for how he comes into the meeting after this game and what he says to them. It may not have been in the locker room. Just get on with it, get on on the plane, get home. But the next meeting is where he sets the tone for the the way this team is going to respond and how it's going to look against New England on Christmas Eve.
0: Him coming in and saying – I wasn't on the top of my game. Hart, you want to tell us about that drive that kind of showed a little crumbling by Sean Payton in that game?
2: Well, I guess we just look back to the one towards the end of the game where the Broncos should have challenged a play where Jaleel McLaughlin had clearly, in my opinion, gotten in for a touchdown. They didn't, so they ended up pitching it out wide to Javante Williams, who didn't get in. And then they had the whole like referee debacle with the offensive offsides, which I have no idea how that could even be called. I think we've all been watching football for all our life. I, I don't ever know if I've seen a call like that before. You see the replay and it doesn't make sense. But you know, going to kick the field goal in that situation rather than going for it and being aggressive, it really didn't make sense. It was just kind of one of those instances where I thought maybe – Peyton kind of giving up or throwing up the white flag. Uh, like I had mentioned, uh, other podcasts, I think that Sean's been tremendous with his situational awareness throughout the season, but tonight, I don't know what happened. It seemed like he was pretty heated on the sidelines about stuff, but toward the end of the game, it just seemed like, uh, what's going on? But, yeah, I agree with Ian going in as a hard-nosed coach. You know, Sean's been in those positions before. He's been, you know, at seven and seven, eight and six in this point in the season, and years prior to where the teams rally and gotten themselves to the playoffs. Uh, there's not a lot of people on this Broncos roster who have that playoff experience. So I'm also looking at, you know, people like Russell Wilson, people like Mike McGlinchey, other guys who have been there before, and there's just few on the roster. That's just kind of how it is with the young team stepping up and kind of being role models and. Every player in the building, like, taking a good self-look at their film and being like, hey, what can I do to get better uh, this next game and be on my ball for New England? Uh, The defensive side of the ball tonight just did not look good. So it'll be interesting to see how that meeting goes with Vance Joseph. But uh, they were missing Nick Nino sorely tonight. They weren't able to get after Jared Goff, who had a a career day. And uh, we're just going to have to hope that the next, you know, this coming week, that they have a good game plan for New England. Luckily, New England's not good at running the ball at all, so the <laughs> Broncos should be able to you know, be solid in that regard, but they've just got some work to do. Uh, nothing that happened tonight is something that needs to transpire again. I think that they can have short memories and learn from this loss. Uh, we saw it earlier uh, in the season when Miami beat the pants off the Broncos and dropped Sydney on them. Uh, They really turned things around, and it might have just taken this game, which was a bad matchup against a physical opponent, for them to kind of have a realization of what's at stake moving forward, and it's up to them now to find themselves to do what they can to win the next three games, so I'm optimistic about it, I agree wholeheartedly with Ian that Sean Payton's the guy that can help set that straight, he's been there before, he knows what he's doing, so He might have to give a little tough love to those players in the locker room at Dove Valley, but I think every player is going to come away from today's loss knowing that there's a whole lot better that each of them can do in order for them to, you know, the Super Bowl is the goal for all teams. But right now, it's just one game at a time, New England, and that one win gets them one step closer to the playoffs. So it's not all hope is lost, but... They've got some work to do, but if tonight was going to be the night to drop a game, it was against the Lions.
1: Even though I think that Sean Payton should come in and and be that hard-nosed coach, I also think it's imperative for him to come in and say, despite how bad it was, everything we want is still in front of us. So get better. Let's all get better. Let's put it behind us, and let's move on. Let's find a way to get better. Let's find a way to to do our job better and beat New England and set ourselves up to achieve everything that's still in front of us to achieve.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, we actually saw him do that this season, right? Like, we were 0-3. We lost the worst game ever in the history of the NFL. And then, don't win right away, but then we win five in a row. And that's a team, like, nobody thought we could do that. And Sean Mm. Payton had that exact attitude, like, tough love, but also, hey, we can win the next one don't we can't focus on what we didn't do we need to focus what we can do so he seems like you know the perfect coach for even this situation to you know to kind of move us past this and to take seriously though the next 3 weeks so here's yeah. to 3 and 0 to finish out the season and to go into the to the uh, holidays with you know a couple of wins instead of a loss so that I don't I have to Christmas
2: is a Broncos victory against the Patriots.
0: <laughs> that's right. So that I don't have to fucking swear on Christmas. All right.
1: I Does that hoping. sound good, Broncos? <laughs> Listen to Lori. Uh,
0: that's right. Okay. I am Lori Lattimore-Volkman, and I am here with Ian St. Clair and Christopher Hart. Thank you so much for joining us on the Mile High Podcast post-game report. Looking for a win next week.
2: Go Broncos.